But coming up right now, we have on the line a former WCW World Heavyweight Champion. He has the largest arms in the world. As I said before, former three-time Memphis Wrestling Tag Team Champion, six-time WCW Tag Team Champion, two-time WWF Tag Team Champion, and he will be live in Union City, Tennessee at 308 South 1st Street tonight at 7 p.m. Tickets are just $10 at the door. There's a special meet-and-greet at 5 p.m. at Papa Mania at UCW Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to MSL. Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner. Hey, what's going on, man? Man, you got it. Largest arms in the world, my man. We've been waiting to talk to you. Oh, yeah? Are you, are you, what are you, what are you doing? Are you passing through Memphis right now? Where, where are you? Uh, I'm actually in my hotel room. Okay, so you, so you've already made it. You ready for the event tonight? Oh, yeah. Well, there's several things that we wanted to talk about. On MemphisSport.com earlier this week on Throwback Thursday, I had posted a column about Scott Steiner and how you started right here in Memphis, Tennessee, pretty much back in 1988. So I wanted to ask you about that. What what brought you to Memphis back in 1988? Well, that was when I graduated college. I actually started for Dick the Bruiser Okay, in, uh, up in Detroit and definitely takes a toll on your body. Now, you were a collegiate athlete as well. Right. Yeah, I was an All-American in Michigan. Absolutely, with your brother uh, Rick Steiner. Right. Now, how, how, what, are you guys, um, what are you guys doing nowadays? I mean, where's, where's Rick? What, what's the everyday life of, of former world heavyweight champion Scott Steiner? Uh, I'm still wrestling a little bit. and then, uh, uh, I'm about to do business venture with my buddy, so keep him busy. Absolutely. Now we we saw you last, I believe, on TNA Wrestling, on Impact Wrestling. Um, but going back, oh, man, don't 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 mention that. that. That's 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 horseshit wrestling. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> we definitely will not talk talk about that. But uh, let's go back to the to the Memphis when you passed through Memphis. So you used to tag up with uh, the late Billy Joe Travis. You guys won the tag team titles, but. Back when I was when I was looking, I was actually at the event on May ninth, nineteen eighty eight, as a as a kid watching. You know, Jerry Lawler defeated Kurt Henning for the AWA World Heavyweight Title, and one of the pictures that came up, and I'll I'll never forget the scene. My my uncle had actually taken me with my mother, and uh, when Lawler won the championship, there's there's a picture of Scott Steiner in the ring hoisting Jerry the King Lawler. What was that night like? Do you remember that? <laughs> I actually remember the night because uh, the Memphis Coliseum. The place was packed, man. It's like, uh, it was, it was, you know, it usually wasn't packed, but for that night, they they wanted to uh, see Jerry win the belt, you know. And uh, it was it was actually pretty cool, you know. Yeah, they actually deemed that day even even now May 9th, is Jerry Lawler Day. So, oh, really? Yeah, so it's actually celebrated in Memphis to a certain extent, you know, by wrestling fans that. That remember the the big world championship. Now Lawler kind of already was on the map at that time, anyway. But you know, being here in Memphis, you were able to work with with guys and be around guys like Kurt Hennig and Jerry Lawler, and basically the who's who has passed through here. Do you remember any of the guys that that you really enjoyed working with and spending time with in in Memphis? 
Oh, yeah, well, my first time was, you know, I was traveling with Jeff. That's when I first met Jeff and his, and, uh, then, yeah, there's a lot of guys that came through, like Sid Vicious. He was, I think, Lord of Humongous at the time. And, uh, actually, uh, Mark Calloway, you know, The Undertaker. Undertaker. Mm-hmm. They, they made a big build up about that. They're, those guys were, you know, just breaking in. And, uh, yeah, everybody that's anybody that has come to Memphis. So. Right. And it, so, you were definitely. didn't make no money, but you wrestled every day. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. And that was the hotbed. Now, now I know that we all look back on it now that, that Memphis is and was the hotbed of professional wrestling. At the time when you were passing through Memphis and, and right before you were going to WCW, did you guys really, did you know back then exactly what Memphis had? As far as the, uh, you know, what what it what it was is where people wanted to come and work here. Well, the thing is that what Memphis had the, gave you the opportunity was to wrestle every day. You know, we were wrestling six seven days a week, which at the time was, you know, you couldn't do that a whole lot of places because you know Vince had basically was taking everybody in, you know, taking all the small territories away. There's only like at the time there's only NWA at, at then. Memphis, and to a little bit of degree was in Minnesota, but they weren't wrestling every day as much as Memphis was. So you know, that was a great place to learn. You know, so now I, I've actually learned a lot from coming. You know, starting here and wrestling every day. You know? Yeah, and the guys that you mentioned, you actually worked with in WCW: Jeff Jarrett, Sid Vicious. Uh, you know, of course, your brother Rick Steiner. Um, we we watched your debut match where you tagged up with Billy Joe Travis and Jeff Jarrett in a six man tag. They tagged Scott Steiner in, and and you came in forty eight seconds. You bought, you power slammed the guy and just beat him. That was it. Oh really? That was the debut. I, I, that was my debut. I actually that was a long time. I don't remember that, but yeah, uh, yeah. I had, a, I had some good times in wrestling Memphis. You know, it was, it was a new experience because, like I said, it was the first time that I was uh, wrestling every day. You know. Which was important. Absolutely. And the big event tonight in Union City, it's at 308 South 1st Street. $10 tickets, 7 p.m. is when the action starts. Special meet and greet at 5 p.m. That's Papa Mania. Man, what's it like to work an event that's named after you? Uh, it's pretty cool, man. It would be great to see all the fans. You know, I heard you know the place is sold out. So it should be, you know, by all accounts, a good turnout. So, yeah, I'll be interested to meet all the fans, which which just makes it different when you're wrestling independence because you can, you can do that when you're not, when you're WWF or WWE or WCW, you're always on the road the next town, next day, so you don't, you don't get a chance to meet everybody, so it'll be a good time. You mentioned the show was sold out. The Golden Circle tickets are absolutely sold out. There's still just limited seating available. Like I say, $10 at the door. You show up at 5 p.m. and you get the special ticket. You can meet Scott Steiner. Also see him in action tonight. You can follow him on Twitter, at Scott Steiner. One of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time that transitioned into a world heavyweight champion. Now, there are a lot of guys that get stuck with the stigma of being a, a tag team wrestler, and there are very few that can break away. I mean, you have the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, started in a tag team, and now he's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Can you talk about the transition in WCW from breaking away from your brother Rick, which you guys were successful anywhere and everywhere you went, Japan, United States, WCW, WWF, it didn't matter, but then you were actually transitioned into a world heavyweight champion. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was the point. It was like my brother and I wrestled everywhere. We won everywhere. We were champions everywhere. You know, we uh, set. We we're in 
you know, indoor record of 193,000 people in Pyongyang, North Korea. So we pretty much wrestled everybody there was, and there was really nobody for us to beat anymore. So it was, it was just time for a change. I was getting tired of, you know, being, you know, the good guy. And I was ready to, uh, you know, express my, you know, my true feelings, how I felt at that point in time of my career, you know, so that's where everything kind of uh, took off and kind of exploded from there, you know. Now, who's, who's um, and I hate the questions, like whose idea was it and all that, did you ever have the, the thought in your head that you wanted to get out of the tag team and, and try to make it as, as a singles wrestler? Was that something that you and Rick kind of wanted to do, or is that something that the company kind of just felt like, hey, let's do something different? No, we, no, we talked about it, because, you know, uh, you know, we actually, yeah, at length we talked about because there's, at the time, tag teams, we've wrestled everybody, there's no more mountains for us to climb, you know, that was, that was, that was our true feeling, you know, we got to do something different, you know, and I hate getting bored, so I wanted to do something different, so that's, we talked about it, and that's what we decided, you know. Hey, Scott, this is Maria, um, Dustin's wrestling manager when we wrestle together and I have a question uh-huh. I have a question for you because a couple months back we were in the ring with X-Pac and he gave me a Bronco Buster can you believe that it was terrible how to feel it uh, not good <laughs> the it's, pictures it's are crotching your, yeah it's crotching your face didn't feel good it was really just more like <laughs> how does it feel it was just like how does it smell <laughs> Okay. They know. <laughs> so, it's a family show. <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway, would you do your finishing move on me if we were in the ring together? I'm not going to do it in the ring. I'd take it back to my hotel and do everything. Oh, well, oh. come on now. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> I mean, there are, there are a couple of different ones, and that's one I wanted to ask you about. Man, so a long time ago, no one had ever seen or heard of a Hurricane Rana. Right, it's but not a hurricane, Ronald. It's that's a what some people boneheads call it now. It's a Frankenstein. It's a Frankensteiner. Thank you. That's what I, that's what I'm talking about. So we have the creator and the innovator of the Frankensteiner. What did you see this move anywhere else while you were in Japan or overseas? Because no. I yeah, I don't think anybody no, had ever done it. No, we had ever done it. I had actually thought about it when I was in Memphis, but I didn't want to do it. So I was hit the you know was on the main stage, you know, because you know people. Was, you know, seeing it someone somewhere and they, you know, take it. Also, when I did the first time, I want everybody to make sure that they knew they saw it from me the first time, you know? Absolutely. And, and the same thing, yeah, same thing when I went to Japan. They, they never saw it there before either, you know? I remember the first time we were there and, uh, when WCW was working with Japan, it's like, there's like 7,000 people there and they said, oh, we want you to do that move, you know? And so that, you know, that was, let me know right there that no one's ever done it before, so. For anybody who said to do the Hunter Count Rod or the Frankenstein performance, it's, 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 you know. Then they, they started calling it the Huracan Run. I think Mike Tanay was, was named it or something. He was calling it that. It's always and forever will be the Frankensteiner to me and to wrestling fans all around the world. And, and that brings up, you also had the Steiner recliner that looked extremely painful. The largest arms I've ever seen are wrapping around your throat is do the camel clutch and just pulling back on the guy. So we had uh, our, our, our regular host, Kevin Cerrito, on earlier. He wanted me to ask you, do you, do you have a lazy boy in your house? And if so, do you call it the Steiner recliner? <laughs> no. No. No, I don't. 
good question, though. <laughs> Absolutely. What, 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 uh, getting back to the being the world heavyweight champion, so in WCW in 2000 at Mayhem, you, you beat Booker T to become the world heavyweight champion, and that's something that you had strived for and you, you know, worked towards the pinnacle. What was it like the moment that you won the championship? Uh, it was, uh, it, you know, it felt great, you know, but, you know, once you win the, you know, title, there's also the, you know, pressure of, you know, you got to, you know, you can win a title, but, you know, if the ratings start going down, you know, you know, it means you're worthless, you know what I mean? So I knew once I won the title, I had to, you know, step it up and keep going because, you know, the main thing that drives wrestling was ratings. So, uh, and I can say that I did that. So people tuned in to see what I was going to do, you know. Joining us live on the broadcast here on MSL is Big Papa Pump, the Big Bad Booty Daddy. He's going to be at Papa Mania tonight, 7 p.m., 308 South 1st Street, Union City. You still get tickets. There's limited availability. Have you ever uh, actually wrestled in Union City before? I don't think I have. Now, That's my first time there. So. When, when's the last time you were in the Mid-South? Because I don't remember any time recently, you know, in the last several years of, of hearing that you had performed here. No, I think the last time I was there, I was in the WWE, you know. So, yeah, it's been a while. Absolutely. Um, Papa Mania takes place tonight. Uh, do, you, do you have any special plans? I know we're not going to see any super Frankensteiners tonight, are we? Oh, you never know, man. <laughs> if somebody pisses me off, you never know what happens. Well, we were talking earlier that if you were passing through Memphis and you heard somebody in here, uh, Johnny Radio or somebody like that talking smack, you might come in and just destroy him and, and just head back up and take care of business in Union City. <laughs> That's a possibility, man. <laughs> Absolutely. And what are the chances of us seeing uh, Scott Steiner in at Memphis Wildfire? You know, Memphis Wildfire Wrestling, then you also have um, the wrestling out in Tunica that takes place. Jerry Lawler, they're very active, still pretty much uh, a hotbed of wrestling here in Memphis. What are the chances of seeing you performing in Memphis anytime? Oh, you never know, man. Anything can happen. Absolutely. And uh, and actually, being in the bodybuilding world myself, I don't have the guns like Scott Steiner has. I don't think anybody does. What? How in yeah. the world do you get your biceps to be that big? Uh, there's a lot of hard training, you know, genetics, you know. And the calves a lot as well. Of Long Cal time, you know. And also the calves. Have I you started, ever? I started working out when I was in ninth grade, so it's just nothing. It came quick, you know. So. Sure. Have you ever competed in bodybuilding at all? No. You definitely had the no, physique for it. Yeah, I never. I wrestled in college, and right out of wrestling college, I turned professional. So no, I had no desire. And also, you know, uh, uh, the typical question I have to ask you, who is your favorite opponent? I mean, you've pretty much wrestled everybody all over the world in and, and any promotion, that, every promotion you can imagine. Who's your favorite opponent and person to work with? Uh, it's hard to say, you know, the single one out. You know, all you can go by is, like, the guys that were the fan favorite because I was, like, I try to make people boo me. You know, I might try to make people hate me, so... Anybody that the fans cheered the most, that was that was the easiest match, you know, to have because you know you had the you know, consummate bad guy, good guy. So that's you know, what was was good at the time, or the the fans cheered. That's that was my favorite. You know, seems to have a real good chemistry, especially you know um, towards the end of WCW with Booker T. You guys had some great matches. I mean, you guys. Um as far as 
becoming friends and, and keeping keeping that friendship because when you're not working every day together and you're on the road together, you kind of lose touch. Are there any guys that you still kind of keep touch with that you consider some of your best friends that you, you would talk to daily or weekly? Uh, actually, I still talk uh, Chuck Palumbo. He actually did the uh, TV series I think it was, uh, on Discovery. And, you know, I talked to Ray every once in a while, Kevin Nash, you know, uh, a couple other guys. So, Any guys that you travel up and down the roads with nowadays? No. No, I don't. I usually travel with myself. Right, right. Or, or you know, freak, you know. Well, we were Freak's reading. always the best driver. driver. I was looking at your uh, at your Twitter and said that you're a proud father, and um, the question just kind of came up: Do your kids call you Big Papa? Wait a second. That, now, if that said that on my Twitter, if that's not me, I haven't tweeted since I since Hogan tried to sue me for tw- using Twitter. Mm-hmm. I haven't. So, no, I'm still in a lawsuit with Hogan because he got scared of the stuff I was saying on uh, Twitter. So. Oh That's man! Still going on. Oh wow! I so we've been about that. we have been plugging the Scott Steiner Twitter account. So I guess that that Twitter account, um, I think you had no, bogus, man. several hundred thousands of uh, of Twitter followers. So I'm glad that we're going to get that out in the open. I wish, what, what was the name of it? It's it's at Scott Steiner. Hmm. And there are several topics right. that we could that we could talk about, but that we really just do not need to talk about. I mean. You've done. You've had so many accomplishments throughout your career. You've won so many championships. Um, I would imagine would the world heavyweight championship be your favorite that you had won, or what is your your biggest memory as far as wrestling that you would take away from the business? Uh, yeah. Anytime you would like win a world tag team title or uh, win a world title, or you know wrestle in front of one hundred ninety three thousand people, you know. Or like even like seventy five thousand in Tokyo Dome, you know, experiences like that you'll never forget. You know, absolutely. Oh man, the the Tokyo Dome. Now you guys actually won, I think, the Triple Crown Championship over there. Yep. Yep. So yeah, those you know, wrestling, uh, you know, will never be the same. It was it was hot back then, so yeah, there's a lot of good memories. Well, we want to thank you for joining us. Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner, here live on MSL. He will be at Papa Mania at UCW Wrestling tonight. That's at 308 South 1st Street in Union City, Tennessee. Tickets are just 10 bucks, but there's only a few left. The Golden Circle tickets are absolutely sold out. You can't get those. The, the doors and bell time, everything, 7 p.m. You meet and greets at 5 p.m. What would we be able to expect if people come, up, come there to, to see you and get your autograph at the meet and greet? Oh, this. You know, same thing as always, man. I'll be in the ring tearing it up, man. Is there anything you want to say to the fans of Union City that might be listening or the fans that you have? I know there's a lot of wrestling fans here in Memphis, Tennessee. Anything you want to leave them with? Yeah, I'll, I'll see you tonight in Union City. We want to thank you for joining us. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Big Pop right, Pump. Scott Steiner, the largest arms in the world, former WCW World Heavyweight Champion. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back to wrap up MSL.